Aloha, I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Welcome to The Body Show. Each week we talk about health and fitness, but none of what we discuss replaces a visit to your own primary care provider. Today is World Mental Health Day, and in order to help us understand a little bit more about the various approaches that we can take to helping people feel not just physically well, but psychologically well and emotionally well, I have a guest today, nurse practitioner Courtney Nunakawa, and she runs a business called Balance Brain. This is a neurofeedback practice that it helps people to recognize some ways in which they can contribute to their own physical and psychological wellness. We're going to be talking today about what the inspiration was to develop this organization and who might benefit from these types of neurofeedback opportunities. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here, and I'm so grateful for your listeners for spending time with us today. Well, it is World Mental Health Day, so we do want to definitely dive right in. Now, this is something that you've been passionate about for a long time, looking at the different ways in which we see healthcare disparities throughout the spectrum, not just here in the islands, but throughout the mainland and really globally as well. It really inspired you to take this on as a mission. What made you decide that this is the area where you want to focus your career? Yeah, so I've been a nurse for the past um, 11 years and nurse practitioner for most of those years. And I've always been really drawn towards, you know, what, what really makes people fulfilled and healthy and happy and what does health really mean to people um, and and really looking at populations of worse stressors, life stressors, um, really shape and kind of drive health trajectory and health outcomes. So I've worked with incarcerated individuals and, um, you know, trauma populations, combat veterans and active duty service members with significant kind of war-related traumas, um, individuals with financial instability and, and houselessness um, where people are to have to decide, do I want to put food on the table or do I want to pay my rent? Um, and really recognizing that, Health is so much more than a cholesterol level or or screening for diabetes. Health is, you know, how do people live their life and how do they they manage their day to day stressors that to some extent are inevitable for all of us. Um, And so that that drive towards kind of peeling back the deeper meaning of what what health is for people has been a part of my nursing career and has really led me to this point to move forward with Balanced Brain and and follow my my passion for serving people. Well, and it sounds inspiring because you mentioned all of those things. And sometimes, you know, as as an internist, we focus so much on like cholesterol levels or diabetes, A1Cs. And, you know, we don't really look at the impact that stress, that homelessness, that having issues with job security or insecurity and having family stressors can have a direct impact on what happens with your health. So often, I think in, in my world, I'm the one that's ignorant and not really taking into consideration all of these various areas. But when someone truly is focused on improving all these areas of their life, then often their health improves. So, you know, I see that somebody's cholesterol gets better because their stress levels improved or because they now have a kitchen where they can make healthy foods or, you know, whatever the situation may be, things have improved. And I may think I get all the credit when, in fact, has nothing to do with me. So let's talk a little bit about what neurofeedback is. I think a lot of people don't understand the concept. What is it? And they they can't visualize it. Paint a picture for me. Yeah, so neurofeedback is a form of biofeedback. And so we're really, so to start with biofeedback, we're really 
uh, empowering people with information about how they're doing and re- what their self-regulation is. So what's your heart rate? What's your your um, respiratory rate? What's your breath rate? And all of that is changing throughout the day and responding to different stressors and stimuli and, and joy and happiness. Um, and so when we have information about how we're doing, we're empowered to, to either kind of continue doing the, the behaviors that kind of make us feel really great or change our path to something, you know, to heal ourselves and to optimize ourselves. Um, and neurofeedback is a, a very specific form of biofeedback, which is looking at the brain waves. So we are showing you your brain waves through, um, you know, we're, we're not really showing you the, the actual EEG and the, the rise and fall of the, the EEG, but we're using the EEG waveforms to uh, um, convert it into something that you can see, something that you can hear, and something that you can touch. Um, and, and through that, you're, for the first time, really, for many people in neurofeedback, your brain wave gets, your, your brain gets to see itself and how it's working in, in real time. Um, and when your brain is able to see itself, it has a natural bias to kind of self-correct and, and work to its best. Very similarly, similarly to when we kind of wake up in the morning and our hair is standing up and we have drool running down our face and we, you know, can, can, we're able to see it in the mirror and we can self-correct and kind of make ourselves up and, and go out on our day. So it's really similar concept to just allowing the brain to see itself um, and move towards a state of more balance and optimization. It's kind of fascinating. So for those people who like to monitor their heart rate, you can sometimes control your heart rate, taking deep breaths or kind of calming down. I never want to see what my heart rate is in traffic because I can guess what it is and it's probably not healthy. So, you know, there are some ways that you could potentially help to improve how you respond to situations by watching something like a pulse. You know, a lot of people, they have an Apple Watch or a Fitbit or all these various things that tell you your heart rate. And so that's something that you can use to give you a gauge of your heart. But with the same idea of electrical impulses, our brain is filled with nerves that have electrical signals that go from one area to another. You mentioned brain waves, and that's sort of the way that we can externally measure what those electrical impulses are. There's different types of brain waves. What what do those brain waves tell us in general? You referenced an EEG. That's a test like an EKG for your heart. EEG would be for your brain. And it sort of gives you a little bit of information about what areas of your brain are most active. But what are the different types of brain waves? So we're looking at your beta waves, your high beta waves, so kind of your thinking waves, um, your alpha and your theta waves, which are more sleep and relaxation, and then really your delta waves, which are you know when you're sleeping. We don't really we don't monitor monitor those as much because you're awake while you're you're in the neurofeedback. Um, but really the the we're 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 not trying to so neurofeedback started in the 1970s and it started with operant conditioning where you're training people to a certain you know theta waves at at 10 hertz and really aiming towards people or or shaping how people's EEG and and waveforms are are presenting uh, now the technology has gotten so much better that we're really just showing you your brain waves at a very very slow um, network um, and and your brain will automatically self-correct. It just has this inherent kind of bias to to see why is my high beta spiking? Um, why, what, you know, when I'm supposed to be calm and relaxed and focused and watching this this beautiful mountain or kind of whatever what game strategy we call it that you're using, um, your brain will pick up on irregular patterns that are coming up and, and naturally kind of self-correct so that you can see a more beautiful image and it'll it'll naturally kind of move towards self-correction. 
I feel like I need some self-correction right now. All right. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You're listening to The Body Show. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion with nurse practitioner Courtney Nunakawa from Balanced Brain. A little bit more about what this might look like. What does a session actually seem like? And what would be the goal? I'm a goal-oriented person, Courtney. I'm going to need to know exactly where I'm headed. All right. We'll be right back after this quick break. Stay with us. Support for The Body Show comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak, and I'm here with Courtney Nunakawa. She is a nurse practitioner with over a decade of experience, and she is working on neurofeedback and how this can actually help people to regulate how their brain functions. We've all heard about taking deep breaths and how that can regulate how we respond to stress, but we really haven't talked a lot in the past about ways in which you can see how your brain is responding to things. Now, from a simple perspective... When we talk about monitoring these brain waves, what are we talking about? Is there some kind of special wiring that we're wearing? I sort of have this image of, you know, medical school and people <laughs> having all these wires on their head. And that's probably ancient because so am I. So, so what does it look like? If I were to come to your office right now and say, I want to have a session, what would, what would that entail? Yeah, so before we even hook you up to the the neurofeedback, we start with a global health health assessment, really looking at, you know, what is your what is your kind of function right now? What's your stress levels? How is your work impacting your family life? How what's your sleep like? Is there any, you know, clinical clinical pathology, so depression, anxiety, PTSD? Um, and then we talk about kind of what your goals are. So each person identifies, you know, five to seven areas that they want to see an improvement in their life. And it could be, it could be, you know, depression, anxiety, fibromyalgia, irritable bowel, you know, something more, you know, clinical pathology disease, or it could be, I want to, you know, improve my golf game or improve my jujitsu or, you know, prepare for public speaking. Um, and so we've, we've, we identify kind of five to seven top areas that we want to work on. Um, and then we actually transition to mindfulness. So we, we approach kind of before we even get into the, the neurofeedback, we want to set the stage for a, a space of, you know, showing up and being present without judgment and then with self-compassion for ourselves um, and then when we get to the neurofeedback, we are hooking you up to with an actual EEG. Um, it, we, you get four leads um, put on your head and, and different areas of your brain, depending on kind of what your goals are and how, what we identify your treatment will be. Um, and you are hooked up to the neurofeedback um, technology and it, it, there, you know, nothing's going into your brain. It's simply reading your, your brain waves and then converting those brain waves into something that you're watching, something that you're listening to, um, and then a, a tactile unit, like I mentioned before, which is, is actually this teddy bear that vibrates and kind of gives you feedback through touch. Um, and you're hooked up for about 30 minutes uh, each session. We recommend typically 10 to 20 sessions um, because uh, the brain is like any other kind of muscle in your body. You have to, you know, if you're going for cardiovascular health, you you kind of start running and it, it's a little bit hard in the beginning. And then as you do it more often, you're, you become more accustomed to it and you're more conditioned. So the brain is the same way. So we, you know, 10 to 20 sessions really to see um, changes and then locking in those changes in, in your, in your self-regulation brain patterning. So you would come in either with a physical 
pathology or some type of medical symptom, or you could just be somebody who wants to focus more on having more positive thoughts throughout the day. You don't necessarily have to have clinical depression or a clinical diagnosis with your bowels or with your muscles or joints or something. You could just say, I want to improve how I function on a daily basis. I want to be less reactive when people make me mad. Okay, that could, well, maybe I'm describing me. So that could be good. I want to not hit the other cars in traffic intentionally. That could also be me. So you could have a goal in mind, and then you would be hooked up in various locations to these electrodes. They would be measuring some electrical brain waves. And then you mentioned that you would be looking at something or hearing something. For example, what might I be looking at? It's a computer screen. It's a picture. And that picture would change based on what brain waves are active that, that are happening in my head. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's, we have a pretty wide range. We call them game strategies. So you could be playing an actual game like ping pong or you're watching, you know, like as if in first person you're walking through the wilderness or you're watching the aurora lights and and really the technology, which is really kind of above how it works for me, for me, like how it converts it. Um, but the technology will convert it into that, that game strategy that you're watching. Um, and it'll, you know, based on kind of what your brain activity is doing, the image may get brighter um, and more, you know, kind of beautiful, or it may gray out and get smaller. Um, and that's really kind of giving your brain feedback, you know, maybe you're distracted and you're not focused. Um, and, Really, the, the, what the client is doing is their whole job is to to go, get into a flow state where you're feeling calm, relaxed, but able to focus on you know what you're watching. And you might be hearing something. And you're also and with the game strategy is also uh, music, right? So like it's an auditory feedback, and the the music may get louder, softer, faster, slower. Um, you know, maybe certain bells will play when you're to reward you in a certain state. Um, yeah. So you're awake the whole time. You're awake the whole time. You're sitting there. You're getting this feedback on how your brain is functioning. Your brain is kind of controlling what's showing up on the screen or what you're hearing. And another part of it you said is tactile. So you have this, you know, stuffed bear that you're holding onto or something else that is responding in some way to what your brain is doing. And how does that translate into feeling better? So your your brain will naturally kind of self-correct, and it's really working on, you know, the mechanism is really self-regulation, so the autonomic nervous system. Um, so we call it kind of your brain state. So, you know, when you it, – it's kind of like we all kind of know when we wake up on the, on the bad side of the bed, for example. You just kind of have that morning. You don't know what triggered it, but, it you know, you wake up, and you're just kind of looking through the, the world through the lens of – you know, maybe some negativity or sure. yeah, right. seeing traffic, feeling behind, feeling yeah, behind exactly. before I even left the house. Okay, right. yeah, let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so we can. Uh, so the the neurofeedback helps to shift shift us into a place of, um, you know, more balance. Where you know, yes, we're going to have stressors in our life. We're going to have joy in our life. Well, as well, um, and how can we kind of balance those those highs and lows so we can really stay present and and be. Um, you know, respond to our world and how we want to. Sure. On those days when you're like, wow, there's no traffic. Like today, it was a holiday. I got to work really quickly because there weren't a lot of other cars. I was joyous. I want more of those days. But but this would allow me to have that same experience. Maybe the traffic is there, but I'm not necessarily interpreting it as such a personal, I'm late, the whole day is 
gone because I've messed up and shown up late. Okay. Now, do you have any success stories or people that you've worked with who have gone through this process and mm-hmm. what did they notice? Yeah, so I have I've been very fortunate to work with the Department of Veteran Affairs for the last 7 years. Um, and in the last five years, the, the VA has really focused on the whole health model, which is integrative medicine, bringing integrative medicine into the VA. Um, and so that's where I started my training in neurofeedback. Um, and, you know, th- I think the veteran population and the active duty service members in many ways are the most resilient, you know, individuals. They they carry, you know, 30 to 50 pounds for 20 miles a day on a normal day of work. They're exposed to significant kind of psychological stress and trauma in war that comes with war. Um, And I have been working with um, the trauma, you know, significant complex trauma population that's, you know, comes with TBI, you know, traumatic brain injuries and chronic diseases and chronic pain and early arthritis just because of their their workload. Um, And there's there's oftentimes hopelessness and and not being able to feel better and not even to be able to sleep at night you know just these kind of things that we take for granted when we feel well are kind of stripped away from the, that population in many ways when they when they go through that much stress um and so you know i've i've been very fortunate to see an experiment with different types of of treatment modalities, you know, so our traditional, you know, SSRIs and blood pressure medications and kind of traditional medicine, but also chiropractor, acupuncture and other integrative approaches. Um, And neurofeedback, I, once I started it, I, the, the impact that it had to the veterans was so quick, you know, you see, you see changes in their sleep in one to two weeks. You wow. see shifts in their their mood and their you know how they're interacting with their kids and how they're interacting with their wives very quickly, um, without lots of side effects. And so once I was able to see that and see that we can really empower people to heal from within versus kind of putting things externally, I have been very 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 drawn to it. Um, yeah. So I, there's you know I, I'll never forget kind of the first person I treated. They hadn't slept for you know. 15 years probably since they deployed back in the early 2000s. And when he slept for the first time, like that was something that he did not think that was was even possible in his life. And he was able to sleep, you know, without difficulty, with onset, sleep through the night. And that in and of itself shaped, you know, his entire day and how he interacted with people. Wow. That must have been amazing just to hear his response on getting that, that concept of, I never thought I'd be able to achieve this. And now he's getting good rest. And as you mentioned, it affects every other area and aspect of his life and has direct impacts on all the people around him, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You're listening to The Body Show. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion with Courtney Naunakawa of Balanced Brain about what are some of the folks who have responded to this? And is this treatment, you know, zero side effects, is this one of the areas where we could really focus a lot of efforts in the future, given what we keep finding out about some of the pharmaceutical medications that although we think are great, may have some side effects that we didn't really anticipate in the past. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Support for The Body Show comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, Bavarian motor experts, and Chaminade University. 
Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. And today on World Mental Health Day, we are talking about neurofeedback and how this particular form of biofeedback could really help people who might be struggling with some areas of life and and need to consider some treatments that may be more of the integrative variety to help them with some of their symptoms in life. We have nurse practitioner Courtney Nanakawa. She's got over a decade of experience as a nurse practitioner and has focused her career and really trying to help people use this particular modality to improve their everyday lives. Now, right before the break, you mentioned a particular individual who hadn't slept well in like a decade and a half. And using this neurofeedback technique, he was able to start sleeping. Mm -hmm. And that clearly had some impacts for him, I'm certain, throughout life. Now, when you talked about a course of treatment, we sort of described what it might be like, maybe the number of sessions, depending on the circumstances for the individual. Is this the sort of treatment that, you know, if you were to go for 10 or 20 sessions, are you cured for life? Do you learn some things that you can now do on your own without necessarily having the screen or the audio or the touch? And is it a skill? Like you mentioned running, you know, if I started running, well, the I could not do a marathon probably ever, but certainly not without doing any training. But once you start training, then you practice on your own. Mm -hmm. So are there some skills like take home homework that you have to do? Yes. So we so the first 10 sessions, we're really focusing on kind of breaking down patterning, unhelpful patterning. And sometimes that patterning comes from our childhood, childhood adversity. Sometimes it's passed down through generations of kind of adversity that our, that our family has experienced. Um, and so, you know, the, the first 10 sessions are really trying to focus on kind of breaking down something, exploring and breaking down some of those, those automatic thoughts and kind of thinking patterns that really aren't kind of aligned with our values and our goals. Um, and then after we, we kind of open the brain into a more resilient and open-minded space, then, then yes, then the lifestyle really, we want to create in your lifestyle and your habits um, the skills and the, the, the brain patterning that supports brain health and brain wellness so that you don't need the neurofeedback anymore. Um, people do come in for, for boosters, we call them. So kind of maintenance boosters for myself. I, I, something that I work on kind of every day is my patience with my two young children. Um, and so, you know, I kind of know I'm, if I'm getting a little edgy with them, then it's like, maybe it's time for a booster and kind of reset. Um, and so that's where mindfulness comes in. So building in that conscious mindfulness and that conscious awareness of, you know, how do I want to start my day? What, what do I want to be do, do? What do I want to do during my day? Am I eating lots of sugar that's kind of causing some brain fog? You know, I, I really see the brain as this organ that we can really support health through just like we support our heart and we support our liver. Um, so, yeah, we hopefully will instill in your day to day habits the, the skills to kind of keep your brain in a, in a balanced place where you won't need to, the neurofeedback to support it anymore. So the neurofeedback is helping you train your thought patterns, and then you're using that same concept of learning those different thought patterns or approaches. Now you can practice on your own, and you can see how that approach might help you in all areas of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes it's even below the thoughts, like subconsciously, right? Like we... Like my heart rate get, was getting really elevated when I when we started just because I was really, very nervous. So sometimes it's not even our, our thoughts. It's these internal body cues and how do we tune into those and optimize them and use them to our advantage versus kind of getting really nervous and running out of here. <laughs> sure. So 
understanding that part of your body and how you can you can use it to help yourself do better in various areas of your life can really be helpful for you. Now, what sort of people should be going to do or well should be or could potentially be candidates for neurofeedback? You mentioned a variety of different medical conditions that someone might experience. What generally, what patients do you find respond the best to this approach? Yeah, so there's kind of two main kind of clients that flow through. One is, you know, they're the clinical pathology, so depression, anxiety, fibromyalgia, PTSD, um, individuals who are either, you know, maybe they don't feel like 100% from their what they're already receiving or they're wanting to add on some adjunctive services to their psychotherapy or their psychotropic medications um, or, you know, peak, I call them peak performers. So individuals who, you know, just notice that they have some stress in their life or they, they want to be able to, you know, my husband plays golf very often. And so getting into that flow state, approaching the tee box with that, that focus and intention that you need to kind of hit the ball in the same way every single time so you can shave four points off of or four strokes off of your golf game. Um, and but but really, I think everyone probably could benefit from some neurofeedback. I think it's kind of like exercise, right? Like, let's kind of teach you how to kind of get into that flow state to, to be focused. And then you can kind of it's a skill set that I think you can will benefit your life forever. Do you think we'll ever have like commercial applications of ways that people could sort of have like a neurofeedback kind of, you mentioned it, like a gaming idea, mm-hmm. even in their own home? I mean, are we getting to the point where technology these days, you know, you can even do your own remote EKG and there are services where you can use your smartphone and you can actually do an EKG for yourself and, you know, send that to to doctors to look at. Do you think we'll ever get to that point with neurofeedback or are we kind of close to being there? I think we're very close. There are some modalities that are out there. Um what I, I'm specifically doing infralow neurofeedback, so it's very specific to your like slow cortical, very, very slow brain waves. Um, and it's a highly sensitive area, so it, it, you, you, you need a kind of clinician to kind of find your, we call it the optimal response frequency, so where your brain wants to be trained. And it's anywhere from 0.00001 hertz to 0.1. Um, but once we find it, then yes, it, I very much it could be passed on so the individual could kind of self-train themselves once they find that that sweet spot. Fantastic. I mean, it sounds fascinating. Some of the ways that people can now do their own wearable self-monitoring to me is sort of the next evolution of healthcare. We're really giving the power to patients to try and work on things on their own and to do some of their own monitoring. I think it's it's really revolutionary. Now, where can people find you if they if they say, I want to try this out, I want to see more about balancing my brain, where where would they find you? Yeah, so if I if you are interested in doing neurofeedback or you know someone who may be interested, I would be very honored to kind of serve you. Um, and I you can find me at balancebrainhawaii.com. Um, I'm also launching our Instagram very shortly at balancebrainhawaii. Um, or you can give us a call or text at 808-800-8148. Um, and if you mention HPR in the next month, we will be happy to offer 10% off for t- 10 or 20 sessions. Fabulous. So this is something that if people want to know more, they could go to balancedbrainhawaii.com, maybe find some more information out about what this entails and find ways to to really take advantage of improving where they're at and maybe just having one of those 
super stress-free days that could really help them quite a bit. Yeah. That would definitely help me in traffic. So it's, I really appreciate you sharing your expertise with us today on The Body Show and all of the hard work and time and effort that you've put into taking care of, particularly the military population. I think that's a, a struggle. You mentioned some of the things that they have to do in their daily activities and carrying these big packs and defending our country and all these amazing things that I take for granted so that I could drive to work and get all stressed about my little traffic problem. It seems minuscule in comparison. If you want to hear this show again, you can always click on hawaiipublicradio.org. Follow the links to The Body Show. You can also find us on the HPR app. I want to thank nurse practitioner Courtney Nunakawa from Balanced Brain. And if you want more information, balancebrainhawaii.com. Our engineer is David Chong. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. We'll see you next week when we talk some more about ways to keep your body healthy, both inside and out. That's right here on The Body Show. We'll see you then. Thank you.